You're welcome to the very first episode of the FYS podcast. On today's episode of the Fix Your Shits podcast, we get to talk about six reasons why you can actually stop yourself from the next big thing that is about to happen in your life. You also get to listen to the conversation I had with a friend of mine I met in the streets during the week. And finally, we hope that this one becomes a very interesting first episode as it comes your way. My name is Emeka Eze, and this is the Fix Your Sheets podcast. You're now listening to the FYS podcast, Fix Your Shit by Emeka Eze. Amani, Amani, I keep a great Sam on my hip like I'm running. Raised up in Philly, I'm in my ace, so be surprised if you spot me. You just made a splash in the game, well guess what, I just made a tsunami. Success is a beautiful thing, isn't it? And that is why when you see successful people, you just admire them. You just like to see how successful they've become and what their level of success has actually given them in life. The truth is, it requires some kind of effort to get there. And interestingly, the effort doesn't have to be really big. It is true some people tell you that they work their life out, they work their ass out to get to where they are today. They work, I mean, 12 to 12, 24 hours a day and all that. It is possible. It depends on your passion anyway. But the truth is, if you are actually very well organized and you follow accordingly things that are laid down in your line of profession, you make it easier for yourself to get to wherever you want to go. I mentioned earlier that on this episode of the Fix Your Shit podcast, which happens to be the very first episode, we're going to talk about six good reasons why you can actually stop yourself from being successful in this life. Well, these six reasons are just six simple habits that you need to actually start practicing. And if you don't, you might be on your way to stopping yourself from getting there. Number one, let's go straight into the point. Number one is actually proper planning. Now, when we talk about proper planning, it's it starts from an idea, all right? So what do I mean? Let us see your brain as a house and let us see your ideas as a guest. The truth is every idea that creeps into your head is a guest, is a visitor, is a stranger. Visitors are meant to come and they leave, all right? Your guests are meant to come, you host them and they leave. The, the beautiful thing is that your brain is always willing to host your ideas, yeah? But you have to make your ideas comfortable in your brain to want to stay longer. And you have a little secret I'm going to share with you today. If you do not treat your guests properly, they get to leave you, isn't that correct? The same way if you don't treat your ideas properly, they get to leave you. So this is one way to capture your ideas in your head. When your ideas actually move into the apartment, your head in this case, please get a way to capture them by writing them down. Now you have multiple opportunities to capture your ideas, especially when we live in the 21st century, your smartphones. In your smartphones, you need a very important company there, and that is your notes. Every smartphone you have should have a note in it, so that when these ideas creep in, they can creep in when you're doing laundry, when you're playing football, when you're in the street, when you're talking with a friend. You can get inspiration anytime and anywhere. The most important thing is how to capture that inspiration. So make sure to put these things down, because just like the guests, just like the visitors, your ideas can actually come and leave at any time. Your only shot at capturing and keeping them is writing them down. And that, my brother, is very, very, very 
important that is point number one and i'm telling you these based on the fact that i have personally experienced it i'm the kind of person that i get ideas a lot they pop into my head and many times i had let them just come i give them water and i give them food and i let them go i just didn't host them well enough or to even capture them to let them stay and so i've come to learn that capturing your ideas means keeping them down somewhere in a record that even when you temporarily forget them your record is there to also always remind you of what your ideas are and don't forget whenever you're recording your ideas make sure to record them in a way that it is pictorial enough to remind you because you can actually have your own ideas and forget even how you thought about it the first time it actually came so whenever you're writing down an idea be detailed about this if you fail to do this you are on your first way to stopping yourself from be, becoming the next big thing you're supposed to be in life. Now, <clears throat> we are moving straight up to the second option. Excuse me. The, the second point here. Now, the second reason why you can stop yourself is if you fail to create time with people who actually think like you. Yet again, I'm going to bring in my experience to this. Now, I'm one person who, at some point in my life, I spent a lot of long time thinking and, um, you know, taking decisions on my own. It was just me and myself. At that moment in my life, I was supposed to be very productive because I had a lot of time, but it was just me. That was the wrong decision I took. Imagine I had all the time in the world, which I did, and I had a crop of individuals who can lend me just a little of their time and then will, they think just the way I think because I do have friends like that and I spent that kind of time with them. I would be actually 10 times more productive than I'll be if I'm alone. So if you have ideas, if you're intelligent, you want to run a business, you're interested in going into a profession or it's a kind of education, you must actually put yourself around people who have a kind of vibe, who has your kind of strength, who has your kind of, your, your kind of thoughts, who has your kind of energy, who have the kind of pull you have in life. If you do that, you get to discover that things are very, will go very smoothly with you i have a very close friend or a crop of friends who actually give me that kind of support i need it is the moral support you need when you are actually full of ideas and you are actually having a long way to go in life you need people like you very much around you number three number three is self-development now it is very very important because in the 21st century from 2020 henceforth i mean moving on moving forward i don't think there is anything in life you want to do successfully to make some money for yourself if you don't develop yourself i mean on your own spend your time to develop yourself the internet has made it easier you can actually do digital marketing you can do web design you can learn how to start a business you can learn how to cook you can learn photography you can learn virtually anything without seeing your tutor without seeing your mentor all these things have been designed as courses online it's just i don't know how there is i don't know what is out there you can't learn online even when it comes to cyber security it comes to software development these things can actually be taught you online without you having your tutor so the big question now is how much time do you make for self-development how much time do you make to put yourself in this position to get to learn these things and to get to practice them it is a very important question. Ask yourself and then grab every opportunity you see to learn, develop yourself. One of the very common skills that will be needed in the 21st century includes business management, digital marketing, cybersecurity, website development, and a host of other 
IT tech related skills that you actually need. And mind you, you don't have to be a tech person to learn either of these skills. All you need to have is the interest, the right attitude. And trust me, you're going to learn this and you're going to do well at it. Now we'll move to the next step. Number four. The number four to me is quite important because so many people look down on it. But I consider it important because it is more valuable than even the money you're chasing. Now that one is create time for mental balance. Now what do I mean create time for mental balance? I realize that most of us are actually having a dream by the by the side, but then we run a nine to five. What I mean a nine to five is a regular pay job that pays you either weekly, daily, or monthly, or however you want to do it. Now that is not bad. I run nine to five, and I also have my personal hustle I'm running on the side. But the most important thing is create time for yourself. Always create time for yourself. Now, how do I want? How do I suggest you? You actually create time for yourself. I'll use myself as an example. I am at my best in the mornings, in the mornings, but that would mean I must have rested well the previous night. Yeah. So I wake up and I feel anything I do in the morning, I do it at my best. I want to think. I think the best way. I want to write. I write best in the morning. I want to have a conversation. I'm very deep in the mornings, and everybody might have their time, but generally mornings are very cool time because you're fresh again coming off a very strong, I mean, or stressful day, yeah? Now, even if it's 10 minutes, if you have a 9 to 5 you run, it just means that you have to wake up earlier, give yourself space in your brain to rest your mind while you're conscious, not while you're sleeping, and actually think. It is actually good to think and let your thinking progress into meditation. Now, this is no way putting you, giving you, I mean, high blood pressure tendencies or making you depressed or something. It is a way to do what is called a mental exercise. Juggle your brain, okay? And sometimes when you think and you meditate, it is actually beautiful to write down. It now connects us to the number one point, making plans. When you realize that you are at your best, that point when you are at your best, make out that little time to rest. Okay, rest your mind, rest your brains, and think about your personal hustle. When you do this, you can get new ideas that you can pen down and contribute to the growth of your personal hustle. Never underestimate the power of time. It is more valuable than even money. Okay, so let make time for yourself to rest and give yourself some mental balance. It is very very important number five we're moving to the next one number five is do not be overwhelmed by your current job if you have one now this might not apply to everybody all right but i'm making more reference to people who have nine to fives yeah you're doing a nine to five job don't ever get overwhelmed by the job i've come to realize that Almost every job on earth today has a customer service part of it, okay? You get to deal with people. If you're not rendering services, you're selling products. If you're not selling products, you are you are actually doing one thing or the other that connects you to an end user, a customer, right? And so we all do customer services. And you know, customer servicing is a broad thing where you get to meet a lot of persons. And so what if you are in the part of customer servicing where you meet these customers one-on-one -on -one and they come in different shades they can actually mess with your mind i will talk about people like in the banking industry or in the telecommunication industry when you don't get to see these customers but you hear them or you text them and there are rules there are things you should say and things you shouldn't say and you get irate customers coming at you on a regular basis or whatever way they are coming and then you see that you can get sad 
you can get really down you can get emotional especially when you're a very, very emotional person and at the end of the day you spend nine to five that is about i mean eight hours in a place with the same set of people every day they can actually change your mood to permanently becoming sad or annoyed or irate like them and that can actually ruin your own life so i would suggest that you shouldn't get overwhelmed by your job always remember this is my job i was having a conversation with a friend during the week and she was telling me about how packed up her life has been how stressful things has been for her how she's not able to take so many decisions and i told her something i said as long as you are a staff in an organization the only thing the organization looks out in you or from you is your productivity the moment your productivity drops in any organization at that moment you're no longer relevant to that organization and that's where they see you as a means to an end and this is fact no matter what your organization gives you a very juicy salary you're given a very wonderful accommodation you have your allowances or you are respected your leaves are granted whenever you you, you request for them it is because you're being productive to them at that moment trust me leverage on these things they have given you and refuse to work for a one week just a week stretch for no good reason your replacement will be knocking on the door everywhere and before you know it you'll be replaced so the truth is no matter how well you're treated in an organization or no matter how bad you're treated you're always a means to an end i'd rather use myself as a means to my own end than break my back for someone else who would end up replacing me with a snap of a finger so we have to be very careful actually how much we give to our paid job because our paid job might not always be there all right we must look out for opportunities to create a business or a job for ourselves and if we actually give everything to our job and our, allow our job take our lives we might be on our way to stopping ourselves from becoming the next big thing we actually want in this life all right so finally and most importantly i'm going to take a look at this one specially because on this particular point i'm going to play you a conversation i have with a friend of mine this is point number six you need to know your passion and build a craft around it you need to know your passion and build a craft around it now what do i mean by know your passion and build a craft around it kindly pay attention to the conversation i have with this uh, friend of mine a lady i met during the week when i went into the street i decided to play this one because it's even helped me develop this point well so for the sake of this conversation we're going to call this lady evelyn names have been changed obviously kindly listen and when i come back we're going to discuss it properly what i mean by know your passion and build your craft around it I'll be with you soon. Yeah, do you have an idea? Okay. You know what? Yeah, I want to know what. I have a plan. Great. I actually have a plan. Mm-hmm. Now my plan is after service or while doing my service here or I plan on studying French and working for various organizations like them having someone who can talk to their foreign clients yeah. just to like seal a deal or something yeah i'm more interested in that so learning one or two foreign languages is of interest to me yeah. and at the same time like teaching other people how to like be confident when they're out there there's something we call speech apprehension mm-hmm. that's stage fright when how to do stage fright and things yeah, like yeah, that cool. 
So most people out there find it very difficult to communicate with people. Most people out there find it very difficult to express themselves. So, but when you get someone, when you get to talk to someone who is able to help them manage this apprehension, they try to like know what to do at the right time, know what to say at the right time. So at that point in time, I could help one of like a few people just to like manage that kind of thing. So where are you serving right now? Like what's your Radio mission? Oh, that's great. It's leading you towards that that line. Can you take French alongside service? Mm, not really, because I have a lot of things I want to do. I'm also interested in fashion design. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know how to make hair and also do makeup. So, like, I really have interest in a lot of things, which I know I can't learn at once. Yeah. But I'm taking a step by step procedure just to get to where I want to. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome back. I'm really sorry. Yeah, the noise, it was a street interview and all that. So let's get back to our conversation. Now, like I said before, for the sake of this episode, we're going to use Evelyn for the name of the lady. An intelligent lady she is, isn't it? She has a lot of brilliant ideas. In fact, she had it all planned out by the way she talked about it. But do you notice that in the beginning of the conversation, Evelyn said something. She said, I don't have a plan. And I'm like, for real do you have ideas at all and then she told me okay i actually have ideas i do have a plan now the fact that in the beginning she doesn't have a plan sends some confusing signals she might be pretty confused she have all these things in her head but she doesn't know how to go about it and subsequently when we got talking she gave a breakdown of what she wants to do you want to learn french you want to become a language interpreter to big organizations multinationals probably and you're going to be able to help them seal deals with businesses in your local country brilliant well planned out for somebody who's who's into communication and all and then i was looking at okay what are you doing right now to assist you and i asked can you study french while in service and Evelyn said, um, not really, because now the second problem comes up. That is because she has a lot of things she's doing right now. She talked about being intre- being interested in making hair, doing a lot of jelly stuffs that are professional. But in the other picture, she actually wants to study language and her original course of study is, I mean, the media. And she's actually doing her service here in the media organization. Now, let's go back to point number seven again. The point is, know your passion and make a craft out of it. It is not wrong to be interested in too many things that you know how to do well. But the big question is, which of these too many things are you passionate about? You know how to do seven things well. Which one do you know how to do very, very, very well? Pick it, make a craft around it. Become a professional at it. Love what you do and then let people love you for what you love to do. That is the simple lesson from these guys. Okay, so there is no point overemphasizing it. There is no point killing yourself over it. It was a little, it it was actually a big thing in my life growing up. I know how to do so many things. Okay, let me give you a breakdown. All right. I know, I know how to. I have the I have the passion for the microphone. I can sing, I can write songs. I'm a poet. I'm still a very good poet. I mean, I've, I've, I'm, I'm a media person. I love presentations. I do public speaking. I draw very well. All right. There's a lot of these things I do. But then I asked myself, Look, son, you're getting old, and you need to actually look for something you love doing very well. I talked to a lot of people, read a few books, and I realized you can't be the jack of all trades. 
and the master of none. No, now it's it doesn't make all that sense. All right, so I had to look for something I have the deepest love for. It might not be something that will fetch you money immediately, but as long as you love doing it, what's most important in every business is the consistency. The love keeps you pushing, and one day the love you're showing to that particular craft is going to reflect on what you're doing, and people will start loving you for what you love to do. These are the seven, six steps, sorry, that you can actually ignore and you're on your way to stopping yourself from the biggest thing that is about to happen in your life, guys. So let's do a recap on on these things again. Number one, we talked about proper planning. Very important, not to be overemphasized. Proper planning in everything should come first. Number two, you need to create time with like minds, people like you. Start creating time with them, people who think like you, not friends you, you hang around and you find out that at the end of 24 hours, you're not productive. Number three, you need to do what is called self-development. If you're going to actually go into any profession, what skills do you need? You know, sometimes you find yourself employing people who have skills you can actually learn by yourself and run it as part of your startup, you know. So you need to start self-developing yourself in different angles. Now, you need to also create time for mental balance. That's number four, creating time for mental balance. That is very valuable to me. I think I like that most. And number five, do not be overwhelmed by your current job. Do not be overwhelmed by your current job, okay? Whatever you're doing, remember, you are a means to an end. And the day you stop being productive, your useless, your usefulness in that particular place ends and your uselessness starts immediately. So come on, be very careful. Do not be overwhelmed by your current job. And finally, this one is a big problem for so many persons, all right? Finally, finally, know your passion and create a craft out of it. In other words, do not be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Putting these six steps together and creating one big ball of a project out of it can actually throw you into the field of success. And guess what? You'll do very well if you plan well. There are too many other plans to put together, but I decided to bring these six together. I mean, these, like to me, are the fantastic six and they've helped me in projects I've embarked on and I see good results from them, guys. So I appreciate your time. I am very glad that we'll have gotten to take one or two words from this. I feel excited launching the first episode of the Fix Your Shit um, podcast. And I'd like to use this medium to quickly add that Emeka is this speaking to you through this podcast doesn't mean that I have completely fixed my shit. Okay. We are all a process. We are all being made. All right. So what I am here right now is I'm like, I'm like an intermediary between experiences and you listening to me out there. That's just the difference. It doesn't mean that I know it all because at intervals, we're going to get, I mean, big interviews from professionals in different fields. And what I'm going to do is just stand in between them and you to help you learn that particular lesson you need to learn from them to take the next step in life and get to fix your shit afterwards. Thank you. All right. After all that being said, we are not just going to end the episode like that. I'm actually going to be putting up something that looks like a follow-up action after each episode that we get to record. So for the first episode, 
why you can stop yourself this is what i'll suggest that you do i believe everyone out there has an idea has a plan to start up a business and run something kindly take up these six steps i just mentioned why you can stop yourself and work on it during the week there are seven days in the week and you can actually start by doing one of these steps but per day and in a week you discover that you've covered the entire seven and you can repeat that and repeat that until it becomes part of you so kindly try it out and see how it works and if you're having any difficult or you do it successfully make sure to drop a comment immediately after listening to this podcast also feel free to record your comment if you don't feel very comfortable typing and trust me your recordings i'm going to receive them and depending on how the the spirit leads let's put it that way we can actually play it on our next episode of the podcast all right guys so i promised from last week that i'm going to share my social media platforms with you for the fix your sheet podcast and i'm also going to share with you an email address now for the social media platforms we have instagram we have facebook and then we'll have twitter so for instagram and twitter we have exact same handles on instagram and on twitter just follow us at underscore fix your sheet at underscore fix your shit again instagram and twitter is at underscore fix your shit and then on facebook kindly like our facebook page and for you to find us on facebook just follow us at the fys podcast t-h-e the fys podcast the fys podcast kindly like the page and do well to share it on your facebook page on your whatsapp contact for the fact that you 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 find that time to listen to this i love you already okay so kindly help me do the sharing on your social media platforms let the word out in the streets and get more people listening to the fix your sheets podcast and this is also important if you think you have a business idea you're struggling with or you have any issue you want us to discuss from work ethics relationship matters from any issue you want to talk about come on think about it that is why we're here we're here to actually build on self-development okay feel free to send an email to the to the fix your sheets podcast our email address is the fys podcast at gmail.com again the email is the fys podcast at gmail.com it has been a successful and a wonderful first episode of the fix your sheets podcast and of course i'm going to take my time and bring up another episode for you while during the week you're doing your best to do what we have worked on for the first episode thank you for listening and i love you always see you next week on the fix your sheets podcast and i remain a mecca easy be good amani amani i keep a great sam on my hip like i'm running raised up in philly i'm in my ace so be surprised if you spot me you just made a splash in the game well guess what i just made a tsunami uh javinci amani you look at my swag and you can't even copy used to ride in the honda